to the World Wrestling Super Show. Um, today it is um WrestleMania. Um, was like a week ago. Like it ended. Yeah. And so we're just gonna take a look about what happened and how it went. It was very good WrestleMania. Part two was better. Way better. Cool. So, um, what do you want to start out with today? Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome um, to the show. This is Miller. If, Miller if you're new here, um, please subscribe. If you don't, if you don't have that chance, then just do like, so. Right? Yeah. We want to give a quick shout out at the top of the show, Miller. Some listeners we've talked to uh, this week. Who are some folks you talked to this week that are that are listeners, regular listeners of the show? Um, uh, I give a shout out to my aunt and uncle and my cousins. Mm-hmm. Go, um, you can name my name. What? Name name my name. They'd love that. I love shout out um, here. Cole Thompson. Uh huh. Katie Beth Thompson. Uh huh. Um, Wendy Thompson. Uh huh. And Uncle Dub. Uncle Dub. <laughs> and you have another uncle that that you talked to this week, right? Uncle Billy. Oh, yeah, Uncle Billy. You guys had a long talk about who? What wrestler? Yeah. What wrestler did you guys talk about? We talked about Finn Balor. And but what else? Who? What's the other wrestler from the Brood you talked about? Matt Hardy. No, so it's a G. Jeff Hardy. No. <laughs> What's the other wrestler? Gangrel. Gangrel. Dang That's it. Uncle Billy's favorite wrestler. And uh, Billy wants to come on the show sometime. Really? Absolutely. So, Phil, maybe via Zoom, we can figure that out. You think oh, yeah. that'd, be that'd be okay? That'd be pretty easy. Okay. Um, well, very good. We're going to do a WrestleMania recap. And then, uh, but first, what time is it, Miller? It's big time. Big, big life. Big life for life. It's time for big life. You like my promos oh, I just life. made, Bill? Yeah, pretty good. That's a pretty good, pretty good promo. Hey, All right. I like your shirt. Tell everyone, yeah. no people at home can't see it. What's it uh, on? What's it on is it? a Daniel Bryan yes mimic shirt. There you go. Mm-hmm. What, what's my shirt have on it? Macho King. Macho King, Randy Savage. Savage okay, it's time for right Fig now. Life, Miller. Tell folks uh, the, the we're going to start from the bottom here. Bestsellers on RingsideCollectibles.com First this week. We got Pete Dunn Elite Series seventy five. Do you own this figure? Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 Next yep, up. Yep. We got Jeff Hardy Elite seventy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a Jeff Hardy today, which is um Elite seventy five. An Easter present. Easter present from the Easter Bunny. Uh, what is that? What's next? Um. Elias WWE entrance greats. This was the time of 2017. Very precious year. Precious. What's this? What about this one? It's a very special one in our hearts. A little it's our first AEW bit. figure. No, it's our like seventh AEW figure. Okay, go ahead. Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly, his like talk show thingy mm-hmm. with his very own champagne. It's bottle. got a champagne bottle. We listen, folks, if you want a real treat, uh, listen back to the podcast on your iPhone, at least. I don't know about Android's, Phil, if this works this way, but hit the half speed on the show. Mm. Hilarious comedy gold. Uh, Miller and I <laughs> listened back to a little bit of the last episode, and when I start talking about uh, the champagne bottle and a little bit of the bubbly, uh, it sounds like I am uh, the local town drunk. <laughs> uh, next up, Miller, who's got? who's up next? Um, the Brian Kendrick Elite Exclusive. I feel super good for the Brian Kendrick. 
I mean, he deserved it. What's up? Andrade WWE NXT Elite Ringside Exclusive. And these and are the top sellers on ringsidecollectibles.com for milk, all your wrestling needs. Milk O Mania. What if folks were to order this one, what would they get? They would get Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bing. Kurt Angle, Bing. Stephanie McMahon, Bing. and milk. And milk. And uh, and not not milk. real milk. What was that, Phil? And a glass of milk. And a glass of delicious curdled now curdled milk because this is an old set. Um, we have some accessory packs, Man. but then let's go to these regular figures. Oh, our favorite of all time, four ninety nine gets you triple H. Warts. It's only four ninety nine. How about that? Ooh, it's pretty cool. Uh, then who else? Velveteen Dream. He just came back um on NXT. He's number five on the list. Yeah. Number four on the list. New one. The Fiend. It's a pre-order for the Fiend. He's not. He's not. He's not due until late June, Phil. But it's pre-order, and he's already in the top five. Yeah. He's very hot right now. Very hot. Uh, and we're gonna cover his match just in a second here. Uh, with John Cena, unbelievable. Brood Hardy Boys WWE Elite Two Pack. Um, Talk about good. Brood. We're talking about Uncle Billy yeah. and. Uh, with the tag team gang grills, yeah, exactly. You cannot forget those mm -mm. old school. And they got their Ed Hart, they got their uh, cool Jinko Jinko jeans on, Phil, and their very tight uh, shirts. Yeah, very nineteen ninety, <laughs> very nineteen ninety nine. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep, yep like yep. a Lincoln Park concert, you you <laughs> see these guys at it. Um, and then number two Dead and number Man's one, Man's Revenge. It's an elite with Undertaker as Kane. Okay, and then finally number one on the list. ECW Matt Hardy WWE Elite Ringside Exclusive. What would what would broken Matt Hardy say about this figure? It is obsolete. Oh, he would say it's obsolete. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't say it's glorious. No, he'd say it's wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Well, very good, Miller. To uh, tell folks real quick about your figures that you got this week. Um. Wait, I was about to go on Ringside and be like. I want to tell some people about my figures. No, oh, well, you can talk about the ones you have. So, um, the two I got this week. Well, typically not the two this week. But, um, first, I have this um, really good Jeff Hardy. It is the 2002 Jeff Hardy, and he comes with JH. And it's this very DX-like Shawn Michaels shirt you'd see. But it's not a DX shirt. Mm -hmm. It says just Jeff Hardy. It comes with this cool um it comes with this cool um like blue forehead um face paint, some purple hair dye hair, and um a headband. And also there's some black hair at the front. Then um on the on the left side I'm pretty sure he comes with like the he comes with some um, body art, some... A sleeved-out tattoo. Yeah. Well, not a sleeved-out tattoo, but okay. some but body art. Body art, okay. And then um, on the right side, he comes with some arm guards. Mm -hmm. And then and then he also comes with his black and white pants with the white um, belt and the black pants and the white and black shoes. Yeah. Then the, his bottom half looks like he white. could be in a ska band. Yeah, got a white belt, black pants, <laughs> white uh, 
white shoes, like white, white looking almost, they could almost be confused with Doc Martens, white and black Doc Martens. So, um, he could be scone down the, he could be scone like Sammy Zanich. This guy was all about that black and white checker. He has a sweatshirt. He, he has a sweatshirt, a white sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And then the and then the Hardy Boys Revolution type of um chain he wore, Jeff Hardy. Okay. And then I ha and then what's the other one I got this week? This is how many figures he has, folks. He has so many that he's forgotten. The other one he got this week. <laughs> I'm trying. Shawn to Michaels. Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. It's the um 100th celebration of the 100th series. Yes. And it's the Shawn Michaels really cool HBK um HBK pants, and then he has this um flattened out hair, like really long and a and so long that he has a mini ponytail in the yeah. back. He um got this figure this week, uh, the Shawn Michaels one. Phil, as a, uh, I'm so sorry that school is not going to be back in session uh, <laughs> present, basically. Yeah. He was so bummed out when he found out. I'm serious when I say this, folks. Uh, Miller loves school, oh, loves cool. going to school, misses his friends so much. And um, it was one of those where I was like, I had to go to one of my Walmart runs because I'm the now the new caveman hunter gatherer. Uh, back in the day, we'd go club a you know deer or a bear over the head with a club. Uh, but now I'm you know, going and get a box of Kellogg's Crave from the cereal aisle and some uh, Eggos. That's the new yeah. caveman hunter-gatherer. So then... Yeah, and then luckily you don't have to kill anything. I mean, no, do well, you? I, I don't know. Maybe you do. Other than the crowded uh, aisles at uh, Walmart now, which the social distancing apparently doesn't matter at Walmart. I don't know how that works, actually. So no, what do, we're, what we're, allowed do, to, we're allowed to climb all, all over each other at Walmart. We'll wrap up the segment, though, because we got to talk about WrestleMania. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. What so, are we going to do? Then let's go to my ringside favorites. I got two favorites right now, and they are very, and they are elites. They are big elites that, well, okay. I, I didn't know what to say there. So then, first we got the Chase variant, um, Kevin Owens, KO Mania, which is an epic shirt. This uh, um, shirt comes with two interchangeable hands, which are like the holding hands, and he comes with the fists on right now. A yep, yep, yep t-shirt. And then, then we have a new one, very new one. And it's a Bobby Roode Survivor Series one. And it's so cool. Like, it's probably going to be my favorite figure in the next, I don't know, six months, probably. Cool. If I can exp and I know how I can explain this, but, dude, this Bobby Roode is glorious. Survivor Series. I just need to get to the Survivor Series on here. And it's, like, so cool. So Tell folks about it, but so This Bobby Roode comes with a Survivor Series t-shirt, which is super iconic, but not his robe. Um, It is right, I think, which is, like, dang it. 
No one can no one can see it. So so, so, so you it? have to describe it to folks, buddy. So this Bobby Roode comes with the US title and his um shorts come with are red and um yellow. He his knee pads are red and gold and then his his um his boots are black and like I said he comes with that Survivor Series t shirt and the United States title which is epic, and it's the first ever Bobby Roode Survivor Series Elite. You can collect AJ Styles' Alexa Bliss, too, in it, and that's it. All right, cool. All right, folks, let's move on. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania. On the outset, let's talk uh, briefly about Phil. Let's You give folks, real quick, your perception. You watch all of WrestleMania, correct? Yeah, and it was actually my first time watching any wrestling since COVID-19. So that was my first experience with it. So you hadn't seen anything that was uh, non-crowd wrestling? I mean, I'd seen a few clips here and there. I'd not watched a a full event until WrestleMania. What was your thought, as in this is actually a good perspective to get, what was your thoughts uh, from not seeing it? uh, Now we, you know, how, what did you think of it with no crowd? I think if it was my Honest first, response. like, unfortunately for some people out there, it was their, literally their first wrestling experience. Like, it was their first time ever watching the WWE. Mm-hmm. And I feel I feel sorry for those folks. <laughs> but I've seen enough pay-per-views. I, I pretty much only watched the pay-per-views, but over the last four or five years that I can imagine how the crowd would be reacting to certain moments. And so I think using that imagination, uh, I think, helped me kind of get through the matches. I'll say this though, one positive thing that I liked about watching these matches more than watching I mean, I would I would prefer the crowd over any over anything that we saw um at this WrestleMania slightly, but one thing I liked better about this presentation was at the matches definitely went a little quicker and some of the filler moments were cut, completely cut out because there there literally is no crowd for them to play off of. So right. there the what I'm describing is like, you know, you do like a great slam or whatever. And then the wrestler like looks at the crowd and like, you know, yells something or, um, or, you know, they're kind of like pacing around for like 30 seconds while they show like a re a replay clip of what just happened or something like that. All that stuff was cut out. And it's not like they didn't have re- replay clips during the matches, but there were fewer of them. And I felt like the matches ran a little faster. Like they were, there was constant action all the time um, in the matches. So that was kind of cool to watch. Um, well, very good. I, I felt like, um, they're starting to figure out what they can and can't do as far as, um, no crowd and what people actually want to see. And so that's, that's actually been refreshing. You know, the, uh, raw come in, this is, we'll go back in a second, but you know, raw this week and SmackDown this week, they actually had more matches than they have in recent time. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause they pre-recorded a lot of that stuff cause they had folks on hand after WrestleMania. Oh yeah, to do, to do some matches. So anyway, let's start at the top of the order. Um, results on WrestleMania. Miller, tell us the very first match of the whole thing was Cesaro versus Drew Gulak. Gulak is the new. He he and Daniel Bryan are kind of a tandem. They're not like a tag team or anything yet, but they're like a uh, they work together. Yeah. Um, and maybe um, Drew Gulak said this whole "I'm a trainer. I'm training people," and you know. Uh, he's very recept- uh, perceptive as a wrestler. He fought Cesaro. What'd you think? Um, it was a decent matchup. 
and this is on the pre-show, uh, Cesaro ended up winning. Did you expect that to happen? Uh, I I expected it to be a good match, but Cesaro, man, that that's pretty good talent doing that in like five minutes. Yeah, it was a short match, four four minutes and twenty five seconds. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeat the Kabuki Warriors. That's Oscar and Ky- Kyrie Sane to win the women's tag team championships. Miller, thoughts on this match? Um, it was a pretty decent match. Were you glad that the Kabuki Warriors lost? I was not. I was bummed. Um, I I think we need a new title holder okay. to defend it a bit more. Yeah. But um, I thought the match was well played. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minute match. I, I, I was surprised how how good that match was. I wasn't expecting a whole lot, um, especially from the Alexa Nikki side of things. But um, there was some actually really good uh, wrestling, like some backflips and stuff like that. That I thought yeah. looked really really good. Uh, Elias uh, had been thrown off of a uh, oh this staging area there on Raw the week SmackDown now, SmackDown are you SmackDown oh really you're gonna get on for that King Corbin so King Corbin sorry so <laughs> Elias threw uh, was thrown off by King Corbin and he fell he looked like um, Mufasa uh, he looked <laughs> like Mufasa falling uh, is what he looked like and it's that the hilarious joke that's going around he ends up defeating. Scar or King Corbin, as some people will call him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What'd you think about that? Were you glad Elias um, won? I'm super glad Elias won. Elias is a great man from wrestling standpoints. Okay. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, unbelievably. Oh, I want to say one thing about the Corbin match. The, yeah, the, the, the stupidest thing. Actually, what, another cool thing, I think, from these kinds of matches versus the huge you know, 80,000 crowd, whatever, is you can hear literally everything that's being said. Yes. And so um, like every word that's ever spoken, even like uh, soft-spoken words and stuff like that or whispered words, you can hear everything. Everything's mic'd. And so um, there, there was a, one point where like the announcers who were literally just a few feet away from the, 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 the uh, ring – at one point, Corbin looks over them and he's like, "He's like, talk about how great I am, or whatever." I can't remember the exact phrase. <laughs> that he, and like, I hate King Corbin, but when he's like, like stupid bad guy like that, I, I, yeah. I can't help but chuckle. It was really but funny. I think that's um, what makes him a good bad guy, though, because he yeah. does things like that. So that's funny. Becky Lynch defeats Shayna Baszler. This is Shayna Baszler's very first, technically singles match on um, on the main roster. She was on NXT for a long time. Um, she was the main she, roster NXT person, right? But on the Big. main roster between the SmackDown and Raw is what normally is called the main roster. Yeah. Um, she was on. She won the Elimination Chamber and Phil, You saw that, correct? That was great. Yeah, it, it was a little boring at times just because there wasn't any fighting going on. But right, the fact she that she like like she single handedly knocked out every single wrestler was, was really cool. It was very um, Brock Lesnar like. Yeah. She um. Welcome but anyway, Becky Lynch ends up retaining, and I think this, there's a lot of folks on the internet very upset, which they're always upset. They're actually very upset that Baszler came in and lost that match. Like, I, I'm a Lynch huge. Is immortal. She <laughs> I, I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. I, she's easily my favorite women's wrestler. I really like watching her. She's been at both of the uh, Springfield matches when when they've come to Springfield uh, here in our hometown, um, and so I. I I wanted her to win, and and at the same time, did not think that she would. I I thought that Shayna was going to win that one. 
Well, um, Becky won unbelievably, and um, it's crazy. It's crazy. What's this crazy? It's not crazy because Becky is Becky. Yeah. She's the biggest. She's one of the top five wrestlers. Doesn't matter male or female in the world right now. Um, yeah, she, she as far she, as popularity goes, like she she's so smart about doing stuff. She pinned Baszler while she was choking her out. It's true. And like. Got a three count on it. Mm-hmm. That is probably the most craziest thing I've seen. She's since, such a man. It's like the one hour match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. It's true, the Iron Man. And I've never right. even saw that match. We need to watch that sometimes. We, we have an hour to a lot. We actually, well, oh, wait, we can. We are all sitting around. We can actually yeah. watch that pretty easily now. <laughs> um, but uh, Becky Lynch, she also is such a man that she drives. Uh, a, a diesel, an eighteen-wheeler, <laughs> yeah. to the yeah. arena, semi truck to the arena now. Uh, okay, so Sami Zayn, who is the Intercontinental Champion, defeated Daniel Bryan. Did that surprise you? Oh my no. gosh, Sami Zayn is a great liberator. I think I learned my lesson. <laughs> um, he, but the Luva kick on, off the top rope—that is so smart of Sami to do. It's pretty crazy. Now he did not show back up on SmackDown last night, but um, but um, Shinsuke, did. Shinsuke was on there, and Shinsuke fought. Well, I don't want to give a spoiler away for the new champion. We're not there yet, but Shinsuke fought for the WWE Championship, uh, for the Universal Championship last night. We won't talk. We won't give away spoilers quite yet on who the winner was. So, uh, so anyway, Sami Zayn. Isn't I, that kind of a spoiler? It is kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn wins unbelievably. Um. Next up, tag team triple threat. It was actually just a one-on-one match, and we actually, Miller, last week we predicted this is how this match was going to play out, that it would not be a tag team match. It would be a one-on-one-on-one, a, a, a yeah, triple threat. And we were right. But I didn't get um, I didn't get Jey Uso right. <clears throat> you picked Jimmy, but they are twins. No, I, pick, I picked Jay. Right, you picked Jay. But it was Jimmy, but they are twins, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that match, Miller? Both of them. Jimmy, uh, John Morrison, Jimmy Uso, Kofi Kingston, in a ladder match for the tag team championships. Ooh, what do you What do you think? I liked it. I it mean, was my on Saturday night. It was my second favorite match of the night. I hated that. Um, I hated that John Morrison had to win. They did some unbelievable moves on that. It was an eighteen minute and thirty second match, but that it, was it felt a bit. The ending. What'd you think about that ending? Uh, I hated the ending. Tell folks about the ending. The ending is where all of them grab the thing. Oh yeah. And then Morrison just grabs the um te- the championship and fell off the ladder. Fell off the ladder, and I'm sorry to say about this Morrison, but you kind of didn't deserve it. Well, I don't mean to be mean. He did some unbelievable moves. So yeah, he, he was a good fighter throughout that whole night. Um, I it was my he first time I, I think ever seen John Morrison fight. Um, I guess he was popular and but then left wrestling for a long time. Um, but I'd never seen him before, and he was amazing to watch. I, I couldn't other, some of the acrobatic stuff he was doing. He was in some other wrestling. He he was in uh, uh Impact for a little bit, and then he was in um uh, Lucha Underground, which is a whole other thing that's pretty it's awesome. Giant pretty weird it's anyway really i think cool. it's off the air now anyway uh next match kevin owens versus the monday night messiah seth rollins hey seth rollins can i say that there's only one god and that's um lord the lord what's the lord's name the lord's name's god jesus but 
Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. No. Jesus Christ. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy uh, Easter. Um, but Kevin Thank Owens defeats Seth Rollins in a no disqualification match, 17 minutes, 20 seconds. This did not kind of surprise me because Seth Rollins doesn't normally lose at WrestleMania. And he did. Yeah. In a disqualification. Technically he lost twice. Yeah. He got counted <laughs> out and Yeah. No, he, no, he got disqualified. Yeah. And then he he got disqualified because he put the bell on the Owens. Yeah, face. He, he took the the bell that they ring to start a match, and he literally rung his bell by so <laughs> by hitting him in the head with it. It was so great. Um, <laughs> two gigantic matches to end the thing. A uh, big sea change here. Braun Strowman fights Goldberg. 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 All right, um, Miller. Two minutes and ten seconds this match was. What'd you think? And what it happened? It was brutal. Three spears and uh how did Strowman kick out? I know. The other and he tried to do a jackhammer on him. He turned it into a power slam. He did three power slams. And guess what? One, two, two three. three. And Braun Strowman is your new Universal champion. Ronnie, Ronnie Braun has had a good last actual couple months. This COVID actually, I think, has helped him out more than almost anything because he was literally at home, not wrestling. I think they probably paid him a a, a, a crud a boat a boatload of money uh, to uh, come out of hiding of quarantine uh, COVID and fight Goldberg for the championship because Seth Ro- or uh, Roman Reigns was out, uh, and so. Braun was the Intercontinental title. They pulled that off of him, and now they turn, you know, turn around, and he gets the, the his first uh, Universal Championship. Let me ask you guys this: what, Was Roman Reigns destined to be, to take the, the title? Like, do you think without that they were going to they were going to give it to Roman? And I think that then the program would have been Roman Reigns and the Fiend. Uh, except now mm-hmm. we're not going to have that. So, uh, and then finally, I, by the way, Braun Strowman, as far as like deserving wrestlers, I mean, this guy has been wrestling for a long, long time in the WWE and has waited this long for this moment. So, um, it, it looked to me like a very emotional moment for him at the end and good for him. Like I, I just, it was awesome to watch him. Yeah. Do that. Much like, much like, uh, later on the, the second, the other person that's going to win a big championship, no spoilers. Um, I felt bad for Braun because he didn't have a big crowd for them to be cheering uh, yeah. at him. Yeah, that was the only negative thing. But, but yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was very excited for that moment and you to see it pay off like that. COVID. COVID has ruined a lot of things, hasn't it? Most of things. I wanted right, to so say, then, say, say one thing going back to Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. Um, dude, when Kevin Owens jumped off of the WrestleMania sign – like he climbed all the way up on top of the, oh, on top yeah. of the sign and jumped off of it. It wasn't quite a um, uh, like jumping off the top of a cage thing right. like we've seen before, but it was pretty high up there. And yeah, how he, he 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 yeah, it was a WrestleMania moment when he when he uh, when he landed on Seth Rollins on that on that table. That was awesome. I, I love that well, kind of high flying stuff. And the other thing is that you have um, you have a the visual of it. Just of him on top of that sign looked pretty cool, too, I thought. So. Yeah. Oh, well, and then finally, the night is wrapped up. The first night, part one of the thing is wrapped up uh, with a 19-minute cinematic, Universe. I thought, beautiful 
masterpiece of, of a, a piece of work here. I, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the Boneyard match, which we didn't know what that was, but it's, apparently it's code for a looking sort of cemetery-esque scenario. Person died. Well, we, we think we, we're not sure yet. He has not resurfaced on wrestling yet. Uh, he has been on a podcast, though, so we do know that AJ Styles is actually alive. He yeah. was on someone's <laughs> podcast. I don't know. Just it's some, some gaming podcast on Mixer. Um, the Undertaker fights AJ Styles, who is also accompanied by Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. And The Undertaker defeats AJ Styles in the Boneyard match. Um, visually, Phil... Um, what did you think? I've seen vignettes similar to this, the Matt Hardy stuff, the Broken Universe stuff. Um, uh, but you, uh, maybe you hadn't seen as much of that kind of stuff. What are your thoughts, no. Phil? Watching this, was this a good idea, or were you like, no, bring me more uh, matches that are thirty minutes, like uh, or twenty minutes, like Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley the next time? <laughs> Dude, this was amazing. Um, this was easily my my number one match of, of the entire night. Awesome. Um, it was a, it was a great way to to end the night. I think on on a high like this. Um, obviously, anytime an Undertaker wrestles, it's, you know it's going to be a, an amazing sight to behold. But the fact that they shot this on, I mean, I didn't care at all that it was like you know pre recorded and like let's hit, hit play on this video and let you watch it kind of thing. Right. Like it, it looked it looked awesome. Um, they climb onto the roof of this barn. Uh, Undertaker throws them off the roof um, onto the the, the ground below. With yeah. The then the whole the whole yeah with the choke thing and then um, the whole like. Uh, you know, I'm going to bury you, but then like that gets flipped around and, and ends up being AJ in the, in the grave. And then, you know, he buries AJ and you see his little hands <laughs> like sticking out and stuff like that. <laughs> this, this was awesome, dude. Like I, I want more of this. And I think I, I texted you that night. Like, um, it, they are so, the WWE. I mean, if you ever had to wonder the WWE guys that come up with all this stuff are geniuses. Like they're just, they're the smartest guy in the room as far as like coming up with something that's going to be entertaining for people to watch. Right. And they like, they were like, okay, it's, it's COVID-19 time. There's no crowd, you know, it's going to be, you know, maybe lame to a lot of people to watch WrestleMania in this way. What can we do? That's going to surprise them. That's going to, you know, break the mold and, and, and do something outlandish and different. And they're like, how about, how about this? And whoever came up with, up with that idea, give him a raise. Cause it was awesome. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too. They get, they get uh, dumped on a lot. And we on here have dumped on them a little bit, but they obviously uh, a lot of nine times out of 10, they do come up with some very, very, very entertaining things on their misses. It normally is because, they included a talent that maybe is not able to handle what they've kind of dished out to them. Yeah. And then, but in this situation, man, like uh, knocked out of the park. And I honestly thought night two, even um, now night two is a little different on this end, end of stuff, but there was some really cool stuff they did there too. So overall, yeah. I don't know. Uh, now my thought, I don't know undertaker. I don't know when we see the undertaker again, this may be his swan song. There's a shot, but then we're going to get to WrestleMania season and he'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I would love to see him come back again and again as long as he can physically pull it off. But yeah, um, he I mean, looks he, pretty good now. He looked he looked really good, and um, he, he legit he, he legit cut his arm like he yeah. he's he sliced his arm when he punched through that window, yeah. um, that car, that car window. Like he's no he's a tough dude. 
Um, and I mean, I would love to see him again and again, but if this was, this was the thing he went out on, man, what yeah. a way to go out. Well, um, by the way, the website that I'm looking at that has like all the results of the matches, you know, uh, so-and-so, you know, defeated this person via uh, pinfall. This so-and-so defeated this person via submission. This one says Undertaker defeats Styles via burial. <laughs> Defeated by burial. <laughs> Which he's done that to other people before too, hasn't he, Miller? Yeah. He's buried people before. But Mankind. Right. He buried Mankind one time. But he um Randy Orton buried him. That's true. And and then just put fire on <gasps> He did, didn't he? Yeah, but he escaped somehow. Well that was night one of the show. Um night two starts off with the um uh pre show match of Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Um, Liv Morgan wins. That was kind of an upset. Yeah. Um, not really going to spend a lot of time on that. Liv Morgan, I didn't, since she, I didn't actually she, see that one. Well, she was reemerged uh, since being in the Riot Squad, and then oh, it's been about two months ago she reemerged in a really dumb Lana storyline, and it's like no, the Lana now it's gone, kind of gone away, and now you're going to get Liv Morgan. Uh, she beats Natalia, which is a big win because Natalia is a future Hall of Famer and. But you know. She's had the Divas Championship. Yeah. Uh, a long yeah. match. Next up, 20 minutes and 30 seconds. Charlotte Flair defeats Rhea Ripley by submission to win the NXT Championship. That I, was a good matchup. I, I think they wanted to give Charlotte a championship. Uh, and they, they said, okay, we'll give her the NXT title. But it brings along some odd things. I guess she's got to be on NXT now. I, I have not. I didn't watch NXT this week. Did you hear? I, I, Miller, did you see anything about NXT this week? Um, there was gonna be like a six-woman ladder match for the title. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe they're already gonna pull off the title off of Charlotte. And I so. think there, it, it was like Damian Priest versus Dominic Dajakovic. No, oh, for the for the number one contender for the North American. Player. Yeah. Okay. For the number one contender. Okay. Uh, I thought the match was really good. Does this yeah. mean that Charlotte is now NXT? Like she has to fight in every NXT. Uh, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Or? I don't know. I don't know the exact. I just don't know what they're going to do with it. So who knows? I, I like I said I didn't watch it this week. So so I I um, I'm behind on that too. So. I like Rhea Ripley, and I don't like Charlotte Flair, but um, <laughs> I think the match was really technical like it was it would like technically speaking like there was it was really hard hitting it was very brutal like mm-hmm. um a lot of the hits looked painful like it was a really hard hitting match um so i gotta give it to both of the, both of those girls because i i mean say what you want about women's wrestling this was one of the better ones i've seen and mm-hmm. i wasn't expecting to like it no so. they, they're both good wrestlers so for sure uh next matchup was alistair black defeating bobby lashley I, I went into this match thinking, okay, I really like Bobby Lashley as an athlete, and he's yeah. just a freak. I really like Aleister Black as a wrestler. I really hate Lana. I don't like Lana, right. But we, <laughs> I kept thinking, someone's got to lose. It can't be Aleister Black. But to just have him go over uh, Bobby Lashley without some sort of thing happening, it's going to be goofy, maybe a run-in, maybe this or that. And it, then it turns out Bobby Lashley is about ready to beat Alistair Black, Lana tells him, no, don't do that move. Spear him. He goes to spear him, and then Black Mass uh, to the face, and uh, Alistair Black wins. And so that's going to create – Bobby Lashley on Raw, what did he say? He wants a new manager? Yeah, So and he wants a new wife. New wife and a new manager. So I think that that, that <laughs> officially puts the end to our Rusev 
Bobby Lashley uh, story arc but thing. But Rusev is not in WWE. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. Officially, but well, he's not around. We have, we don't know if he's officially out or not yet. Um. Anyway, hopefully Bobby Lashley gets a new manager that can lead him to greatness. And, um, a, and a match against Brock Lesnar at some point because I still would like to see that. Not Leo Rush. No, we don't Stay want Leo. Stay in two hundred five. I would take a Drake Maverick. I would take wait, um some wait, weird Paul Heyman scenario. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, AOP got Drake. Drick Maverick as managers before. Yeah, that'd be good. It would work. Pretty and that would good. give him something to do. So uh next up, Miller, this is probably your favorite match on the whole thing. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah. Tell tell folks about your love for Otis and about this match. Otis is the best WWE wrestler since like forever. Dude, okay. he's epic. Since Tito Santana. Anyway, continue. Miller, tell us more about Otis and the and Dolph Ziggler. What happened in this match? So, um, Otis was wrecking Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Then um um Otis went for a compactor. Um he, he got up. Sonya De, Sonya Deville um talked to the wrestler and like wanted it to stop and then just right to the midsection, Otis <laughs> went to um Dolph Ziggler. Then, then, um, Dolph Ziggler pins him, then Mandy Rose comes out, and, um, starts beating up on Sonya Deville. Mm -hmm. Then, she comes to, um, Dolph Ziggler and bees like this. She was like, no, Dolph Ziggler was like this. Do it. It was like this. You're ruining everything! And then, (laughs) Mandy Rose hit her. Mandy Rose hit him, like, right in the midsection. Uh Uh-huh, right. The lower solar plexus, and then uh, he he uh, crumbles up, and then Otis hits the, wor- hits, hits the worm. Hits the worm. Hits the worm. Dude, his his caterpillar is so good. Like that, someone of that size should not be able to pull it off. But he's really good at it. Then Otis yeah. wins, and what happens after the match, Miller? Um, Otis, Mandy kisses Otis. Right on the mouth, Phil. <laughs> um, there we go. He, carry, so, he carries her out out in his arms. I, I regularly <laughs> hate kisses, but like. Otis kind of deserves it. I regularly. It, <laughs> it was a, it was well deserved. Dude, uh, I, next I've, up, I've never loved Otis as much as I did after that match. It was, it was phenomenal, so wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I loved uh, was the Edge versus Randy Orton match. It was a oh thirty-six gosh. minute match. Here's that had to have been the longest match of the entire weekend, right? But here's what I loved about it: oh, we it have so not seen Edge other than at WrestleMania or other than at Royal Rumble. We have not seen Edge in a match. In how many years? Nine years? Other than, ten years. Other than ro- ten years. About. So we get 36 minutes of edge in a match. Whether that may be his last, who knows? I don't know if he'll wrestle again or not. I haven't seen him. Uh, he and Randy Orton just beat the crap out of each other. Dude, all it was over the so back brutal. Of the, of the, of the, of edge the, literally, like, he's he's pretty old and, like, not too old, but. Well, pretty old. He, he swung on the barbells and hit Randy in the face. Yeah. So, um, I, like, even at the twenty-minute mark, I was like, "How much longer can this really go on? How much more pain can these guys endure?" That's what I was enjoying because they literally were in a lot of pain because they were taking bumps on things that have no give to them whatsoever. So they're right. obviously hurting themselves. It's amazing. Uh, but anyway, Edge ends up beating Randy Orton with a concerto. Uh, puts his head on a chair and brutalizes him. So unbelievable. Oh, does a clutch he, on him too? That's true. Big clutch. Edge uh, jumps off the top of that truck to land an elbow drop on Unreal. Orton. That was pretty awesome. Unreal. 
Um, Street Profits defeat Angel Garza and Austin Theory oh, to retain by the, way, the titles. That, the Edge Edge versus Orton match. I I think I I texted you that night too, where I was just like, that this is something they never could have pulled off with a huge crowd. How, how boring would it have been to have eighty thousand standing in well, that stadium and they don't even see yeah. it? They're literally watching the entire match on the big screen. Right. So it was perfect for this new COVID nineteen setup. And they've done things like that before. But you're right. The people in the crowd then. The people in the crowd then they they then um have you just sit there and watch the Titan Tron the whole time and they're less engaged and it's just not as fun for them. So you're exactly right though. Um that was a cool uh a cool thing for them. So yeah. anyway. Very good. Uh Street Profits defeat uh Angel Garza and Austin Theory. This was a man, I, I don't even know why we're even having this match. Um they built it up. It was going to be Andrade and Angel Garza at one point. Andrade, once again, not available. It's like he hasn't defended his U.S. title in two months or three months. I'm very, I, I like Andrade, but I'm very tired of his character. I'm very tired of him never defending the title. And then um, you threw Austin Theory, who was an NXT guy in this. They end up beating him in six minutes and 20 seconds. Very no. justified. Street Profits ended up beating them. Right. Street Profits defeat you, Angel you, Garza and Austin Theory. You said they end up beating them, and I was like, Street Profits. Yeah, Street Profits win. So there we go. Yeah, we're uh, next up, Bailey defeats Lacey Evans. I'm surprised. I thought Lacey yeah, Evans would a, win. Bailey defeats Tamina, Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Lacey Evans. There you go. That, I thought I thought it was going to be Bailey and Sasha Banks at the very end. I, I thought they were like really telegraphing that the entire night. So fatal five way, as Miller's pointing out uh, so eloquently, uh, Bailey, Lacey Evans, Naomi, I, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. It was an elimination match. Right. The final people in the match were Bailey and Bailey and um, Lacey Evans. Right. Okay. So Bailey ends up defeating Lacey Evans to retain her title and that kind of surprised me because like you said phil sasha banks had some beef with bailey earlier and now on was it smackdown the inspector yep. yeah on smackdown they um last night basically bailey has now uh is making sasha banks fight tamina next week and so now oh. sasha banks has more beef with bailey so we're gonna end up seeing a bailey versus uh sasha banks uh, at some point down the line, so that'll be good. Uh, okay, Miller, tell folks about uh, the theme. By the way, T- Tamina is kind of the um, Nia Jax replacement, right? She's kind yeah, of like as the- best you can. Well, no, they, Nia Jax they, came back, but Nia Jax came back on yeah. Raw. But he's saying oh, okay. basically she's a. a she's I haven't well, seen Nia in forever. Oh, she's had double knee replacement surgery. So yeah. okay, gotcha. She she jumped off the top rope. I thought I'm not sure. She's feeling better. Oh, that's probably true too. Yeah, I think she jumped off. Another cinematic masterpiece, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defeats John Cena in a first-ever Firefly Funhouse match. Crazy match. It wasn't it really was a match. It was more like <laughs> a, a John Cena fever dream. <laughs> yeah. um, what did you think about it, Nora? <laughs> yeah, go it was ahead, funny. Nora. It was funny. But I, I think, you know, I don't. No. I truly enjoyed I it. Something. I really enjoyed it. Phil, what'd you think of it as a person that maybe hadn't seen much of that stuff? And it actually did some, it had some very inside uh, wrestling stuff going on in it. 
there are probably maybe some references you didn't get in there, but tell folks about what your thoughts were. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have the wrestling history that you guys have, and I, I really haven't seen John Cena wrestle hardly at all. So, like most of the uh, clips that they were showing of like some of his, early, you know, super younger days and um, kind of like that rap star uh, persona that she he used to have and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I know of that kind of stuff, but I've never seen it, and so. Yeah, a lot of those references were lost on me, but uh, what was awesome for me to watch was watching... So, The Fiend is a very powerful idea for a character, um, for for a, a gimmick, if, if you will, for a wrestler. But it's kind of... Once you turn all the lights on and it's just a guy in a mask on, in the middle of a ring with 80,000 people surrounding him, it's just like, that's just a guy. Like, he's not, he's not a monster. He's not you know, some magical creature. Right. Like they, they kind of want you to think that he is. Right. But so doing this in this way, which is basically kind of um, boneyard match style, but for Saturday, for Sunday night, instead of Saturday night, that this was their, their time to say, okay, let's show the fiend and all of his magical power prowess, you know, and, right. and what would he do if he was, if he could like really kind of introduce like a, you know, a waking nightmare for the person that he was wrestling. That'd be really hard to do in the middle of a big Superdome, but they could easily do it in a pre-recorded kind of way. I thought the like the cinematography and how like um, John Cena would would see uh, the Fiend, and then all of a sudden he, he would just be gone, like he'd just disappear from the the ring, and then show up right like right behind him and and get him in a chokehold. Like I I just I was like it, it felt like a horror movie but with wrestling personas and again, John Cena doesn't wrestle very often. Like he's pretty much kind of moved over to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so to see him and see the fiends in this way, like it was really impressive. I um, I thought it was pretty cool. There was a NWO reference there, basically a, what if Cena had uh, turned bad oh, yeah. at some point, yeah, which yeah. again, I, I think if they bring it back, I think that's what they need to do with them. I think it would be, awesome and i think it actually would pay off this like self-fulfilling prophecy thing They're, they they kind of started with this um you have the prototype stuff you have the like i said the uh the uh, thugonomics john cena mm-hmm. um you have um and just the regular old john cena doing all his I, things i love how he was like controlling even like like uh in-person cena like he was making him only talk in rhyme like a like a like he had to rap <laughs> yeah like as he's trying to speak to the fiend and, and stuff like that it's so good so like, clever and then he tries to like um talk personal with him and he does um a reference of um husky harris yeah husky harris right yeah um man and be like you and do kind of a little reference with Matt Hardy. And he said you were deleting mm-hmm. that one time. Mm-hmm. From, from Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I liked then, the, the, the whole spin on Cena's character that like, you know, I think a lot of people really like Cena. Some people don't, but um, you know, he, uh, the fiend is kind of spinning it as like, he's this guy that has had like, everything that he's ever had has been handed to him on a silver platter, but he's really this bully that nobody knows about. Like he's, he's, he's really a bad guy and how like his ulterior motive in doing this match was not just to beat Cena, but it was to like prove to the world that John Cena is not the, you know, the great guy that you you all think he is. And Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was really, really cool. This is the thing. So some people have been asking 
why is the Firefly Funhouse guy, why is Bray Wyatt this very Firefly Funhouse guy and just fun? This is what happened. So if you go back to the final deletion, the ultimate deletion uh-huh. with um, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, right? Um, in 2018, um, Matt Hardy wins this match in the in the Wyatt like no, no, no not the Wyatt compound, the Hardy, mm-hmm. the Hardy compound, I think, and the Lake of Reincarnation mm-hmm. reincarnated him, and he's deleting. And then I think he was woken up so, back from the reincarnation. Very inside baseball stuff here, uh, Phil. We uh, Miller has watched the uh, ultimate deletion, which is part of Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. And basically, Matt Hardy defeated Bray Wyatt. And in that, basically, the next time, one of the next times you even see Bray Wyatt, he has come back as this persona, as the Fiend. And so Miller is equating... Matt Hardy basically restarting Bray Wyatt as this character. And um, so Matt Hardy comes full circle. A very Matt Hardy-like vignette that they did for this at WrestleMania. And now um, Bray Wyatt gets to uh, benefit from it. And then on SmackDown, well, on SmackDown last night, uh, Bray Wyatt has now challenged Braun Strowman for the uh, world title. I think that might be at Money in the Bank. So you think you think that Bray Wyatt money, will money, beat money. Braun Strowman? Uh, I I think there's a shot he beats him. Braun Strowman will beat Bray Wyatt because um because we saw Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt, but um and then I think the Fiend will use like all these Sister Abigails, and then it will just be a kick 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 out too. But here's my prediction. I don't think Bray Wyatt controls Braun Strowman anymore because he was deleting and that was old school Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman used to be Phil in the Wyatt family. That that was his debut. Oh, that was right. when he and debuted. Then, well, yeah. So. And then it was in the Wyatt family, but Bray Wyatt is gone. Now we got the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think he can control him anymore. And Braun Strowman is just a nice guy from, is just a giant from North Carolina. Yep, North Carolina. North Carolina. Good job. And I think he is his own person now. And I think he has learned a lot of things. But I think the main thing is that he'll, he'll beat Bray Wyatt. And then I don't know if. He will face someone else for and they beat him because he's very good at wrestling. Okay, very good. You know who else is good at wrestling? Drew McIntyre. That's right. Drew McIntyre defeats. I I apologize. Everything I said earlier about, um, uh, sorry, who were we just talking about? Um, Bray Wyatt. No, not not um, Braun Strowman. Um, everything I said about Braun Strowman, I I sometimes confuse Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. I'm not sure why. <laughs> and so, yeah, gigantic men. Yeah, sorry. So everything I was saying earlier, I I was thinking of Drew McIntyre, even though we we're talking about Braun Strowman. So I apologize uh-huh. for that. But everything I was talking about 
there just copy and paste that to this conversation. It was so great to see Drew McIntyre at the end of this match. I, cool. I, I won't spoil it. Yeah, you guys talk about it first. Well, Drew defeats Brock Lesnar uh, in four minutes and 35 seconds, uh, which Brock has short matches. Like, there's no doubt about it. Nowadays, he has very short matches. When he was younger, he had some longer matches. Uh, but now uh, they just have him have short matches, which is fine. You can watch Chris Benoit versus like Brock Lesnar, and that's a, a long pretty match. Good match. Yeah, that's um, a good match. They're, they're short because he suplex cities the other person and destroys their brains. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Brock Lesnar. How many claymores? Um, three claymores. And how many F fives did uh, he kick out of? Um, three. Unbelievable. One. Two and two and a half. Uh-huh. And he got up. Crazy. And, man. Um, he went he for another him. F5. Yes. Turned into a Claymore. Turned into a Claymore kick. And then he wins. The biggest disappointment of this whole thing for me is that Drew McIntyre didn't have a massive 80,000-person 80, uh, 80, crowd to win it in front of. That's, that's yeah, the he, most disappointing part for me. He deserved it. That, uh, this was the match that I was thinking of earlier when we were talking about talking about Braun Strowman. I was actually thinking of this match, but they did, they played that whole reel of him, like where they were interviewing him and showing him from, what was it? 10 years ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like about how like his journey up to this moment. And, you know, obviously it was a big deal at Royal Rumble when he tossed Brock Lesnar out of the ring and stuff like that. But, but everyone was like, could he do it? Could he actually pull the title off of Brock Lesnar? And to see his emotion at the end of this match and, Again, just knowing like he'd had an entire career leading up to this moment where he finally becomes the you know the universal champion for the first time, and how he'd been wanting this for a decade. It was just it was very emotional. I think to watch awesome. him yeah. actually pull it off. And, and again, it, it would have been absolutely incredible to see eighty thousand screaming fans all chanting his name at the end, and he deserved that. But um, good good for him, man. And I I hope he keeps the title for a long time. He's he's a solid guy. Well, guess what, Phil? Apparently, right after, right after 20 WrestleMania, minutes, 20, twenty minutes after WrestleMania, no, mm -hmm. still on WrestleMania, Drew comes back out. This was actually shown on Raw the next night. That uh -huh. this was a unbelievable. I can't believe this happened. Scenario. They had him come out. He was doing like a little mock interview thing, and then all of a sudden, Miller, what music hits? Oh, well, it's the Big Show. <gasps> oh no. And the big show comes out, and they, 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 on, on Raw, they play this off as this is a pre-taped thing that happened. The cameras were rolling after WrestleMania, and the big show showed up and challenged Drew McIntyre, which actually was handy because then the big show, I mean, big show versus Drew McIntyre served as the main event on Raw. Actually, pretty smart they did it this way. So immediately, 20 minutes after fighting Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre fights the Big Show in a 15-minute and 55-second match. Oh, wow. What are you doing? So this was actually recorded. I mean, they want you to believe it was recorded on Sunday night right after the matches were finished, but they didn't air it until Monday night? Yes, that's exactly okay. what happened. Uh, but anyway, 15 minutes, though, and then Drew ends up defeating the Big Show. Big Show Boy puts it on him, though, for a little while. And actually, the timing of it couldn't have been better for the Big Show because remember what the Big Show has on Netflix right now, Bill. The Big Show Show. So this was a great way to get the Big Show back in front of people. It allows him to be, have a match. He has his show that's on Netflix. It helps drive that show. They mentioned the Big Show Show 
like four times during this <laughs> match. It was the yeah. best product placement they oh, ever really? Did. Yes. It was genius. <laughs> it was genius. So I feel good for the big show. Yeah, I feel good for Drew McIntyre but though because he Drew wins. Yeah, Drew, Drew won, so it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Yeah. Let's wrap that thing up. Miller, mm -hmm. final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh WrestleMania part two was you like really you like it better, right? I, I thought the Angel Garza and um Austin Theory match with Street Profits was were gonna was gonna be long. It was just some minutes. I mean it was okay. It was really good. Yeah. And that Bobby Lashley versus um versus Aleister Black match, that was good. Um, I hate you, Lana. Really? I, yeah. I'm sure she's a nice lady. Domination! No, no. Spear him! Spear him! Spear him! And then Don't tell him what to do. And then he Don't ends up getting losing because he listened to his wife. <laughs> his alleged quote unquote wife. Not they're not even really married, but yeah. whatever. So weird. Anyway, well very good. Phil, final thoughts. Uh, we, uh, Jack and Miller, I'm, I'm very disappointed. You left out one of the most important uh, matches of, of Saturday and, and Sunday night, and that is the 24-7 championship matches. Oh, my gosh. Um, you're right. Dang it. Gronkowski ends up winning the title. I don't know what they're going to do with him. So, um, so on Saturday night, Mojo Raleigh and uh, Rob Grant, Gronkowski is one of the stupidest uh, hosts that, that I've ever seen. <laughs> For, he, was, pretty, he, was, he was pretty bad. He, he was funny to watch, but only because of how bad it was. But, yeah, it was um, bad. Uh, so Gronkowski actually climbs on R-Truth and tries to pin him. And then Mojo actually pulls him off and pins him. And 1-2-3 gets the 24-7. The and then on Sunday night, Gronkowski gets it from Mojo. So he's, I guess, now the reigning 24-7 champion. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, how, how are they going to take that one? <laughs> well, and they didn't show up. I don't know when he'll show up again. We we didn't yeah. see him at all this week, so. Dude, I mean, he's I'm, just gonna have to be. He's gonna have to show up on some Monday night or, or Friday night, right? Yeah, yeah. Who was the longest reigning? Isn't it Riddick Moss? Riddick Moss was, but we haven't seen him in two weeks or three weeks, so who knows? He's the longest reigning. That's the that's one of those titles that they could do a lot better things with it, but instead they make it into just this joke, and it's like it's it's a joke, yeah. It's sad because they could actually do some good things with it, but whatever. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually now upset with you, Phil, that you even brought it up because it's such a joke. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, it was some good, um, like a, like a, a laughing moment, you know, breaking the action in between like some serious matches. So right. I thought it was I, it was good for a laugh. I think to kind of break things up. That's true. It's true. And there was all those people <laughs> uh, chasing people around, yeah. but I didn't even know who those wrestlers were. There was like randomos. There was um, one person from um, Noah Jose's Group. party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, very good. Phil, anything else? No. I mean, it was great. I mean, I, I, I remember having the conversation with you where I was just like, you know, WrestleMania, man, it's going to be kind of lame in front of no audience. And you were like, Phil, they're doing two nights this year, Saturday night and Sunday night. Yeah, I was like, you were just like, what? what so like I, I literally thought like are they going to have wrestlemania and then left that conversation with they're doubling down on wrestlemania this year they're literally oh. du doubling up the number of matches so. hey vince is going to start doing live what? filming again this week like what? he is like Whoa. coronavirus i will defeat you <laughs> i'm vince this is what yeah. happened though it's 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 the most talked about on social media 
I bet. Yeah. It was. Well, there's nothing else on, right? And then, yeah, I mean, I our, our friend Grant, our friend Grant tuned in live. I don't know if you knew that, Jack, but like yeah, he, watched he told it. me he did. I mean, he was just starving for sports in general. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, he, um, gosh, what was he? Uh, he said he was watching someone play Madden on TV the mm-hmm. other day. That's how yep. bored he is and looking for sports. And he was upset that Brock Lesnar didn't win because he's a huge Brock Lesnar fan. From Minnesota. Well, he's, he's, he's from, from Sioux Falls. Yeah. He's from, well, he's from South Dakota, where Brock Lesnar initially grew up in South Dakota, then moved to Minnesota. But anyway, long story short, folks, that's the that's show. Miller, tell folks how awesome they are. Um, all of you guys that are listening, I wish I could um just tell everyone to... um listen to the show but i can't do that from the effects but everyone please hit like one million views that's save my day and also everyone that's watching is great plus everyone that's not watching is great mm-hmm. everyone in jail please watch it listen listen okay Listen, at, at least we can get some people on. That's true. The j- but, people in jail, but the we people, really if, want if you to listen. If there's bad people in jail, <laughs> don't listen. I'm not sure what's happening. Jail, that's, then listen. That's a whole potential audience I never considered before. That's great. Well, folks in jail, we jail. hope you listen to this nine-year-old wrestling podcast. <laughs> um, we're so excited. people on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Miller, uh... Sing him a song. Jail. Sing him a song on the way out. No. It's all about the no. thing. <laughs> see you guys. It's all about punching your face. No, up my face. All right. See you guys. Bye bye.